<laughs> good evening, Mr. Graham. I'm sure you're having a good evening. Oh, indeed I am, Mr. Graham. It seems your fancy epinephrine toys can't help you this time. I too have a new toy, but considerably more practical. You are looking at a milk laser which emits a beam of dairy not found in nature. It can put a drop of milk on the moon, or at closer range, cut through solid metal. I will show you. I think you've made your point, Milkfinger. Thank you for the demonstration. Choose your next witticism carefully, Mr. Graham. It may be your last. Your efforts have already distracted me from my goal. I do not intend to be distracted by any more. Good night, Mr. Graham. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Graham, I expect you to die. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Dairy Free Dude. I am Logan Graham, and I'm here to talk to you about how to thrive in a world where dairy products seem to be as common as dirt. Has anyone ever had the audacity to intimidate you with your allergen? <laughs> Did you think it was funny? No, 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 no. Yeah. We can classify this type of social interaction as bullying. Bullying with deadly implications. <gasps> Once, I was at a birthday party, and at the end, we all gathered in the dining room for chocolate cake. Everyone was served a piece except me, per my request. However, one guest, whom I will not name for gracious reasons, decided it would be outrageously funny to pretend to feed me a bite of cake. A quick spoiler, it wasn't funny. Thankfully, things didn't go too far, and I didn't have an anaphylaxis attack, but that didn't make it any less insolent and aggravating. A friend of mine with a peanut allergy once had peanut butter smeared on him at school. Taking into account the level of danger tied to food allergies, this kind of bullying seems pretty barbarous to me. What is bullying anyway? Bullying comes in various forms and level of extremity. Some people might threaten in the form of a bad joke, or at the extreme end, to be malicious. It's okay to stick up for yourself. I mean, doesn't the Declaration of Independence say we have a right to life? I know. Being designated as a victim of bullying makes you feel like a wimp, right? Well, it's not your fault that someone else decides to be a jerk. But knowing how to recognize it and what to do about it makes you a victor. Let's change those last two letters, eh? By and large, bullying will be the form of verbal and not physical harassment. Unfortunately, our society is going downhill in the sense of civil interaction. What would have been frowned upon and discouraged in the past has become the norm, such as treating people that are not liked for some reason with contempt to the extent that the goal is to destroy them. Socially, emotionally, and professionally, and sadly sometimes, physically. 
I'm not going to get into the reasons I think are behind this in today's episode, but I do think it's multifaceted. But it isn't the majority that would physically attack or threaten you, though. What escalates these threats above normal bullying, which of course is not okay either, is that the outcome could be deadly. And in fact, it can be classified as felony aggravated assault on the part of the bully. In the UK, a case from 2017, in which the victim actually died, the charge was attempted murder. Hopefully you're listening, parents. But in the heat of the moment, how should you respond when you're threatened? Here are some practical ideas. Back away. Put a little distance between yourself and the offending substance. This doesn't make you look weak. You can still communicate firmness with body language, tone of voice, and facial expression. And words. Tell them no. No. Say something like, that's rude, or are you threatening my life? Be firm, but don't attack. Be serious. If possible, educate them on allergies. This will require you to swallow your anger and communicate civilly. That'll be a challenge if you've just been threatened. It will also require that you've put some forethought into it. Have a friend to help you stay safe. The first great line of self-defense is to partner with an advocate. Work to find friends who will support you, understand your allergy, and physically be present with you. Bullies especially enjoy picking on the proverbial little guy or people who are alone. They're less likely to challenge or threaten two or three. Be sure to tell someone in authority, like parents, teachers, event organizers, or someone in charge. And no, this is not snitching. To be a snitch, you'd have to have some kind of allegiance or previously promised confidence to the person you're snitching on. You have no allegiance to the bully because he purposefully aligns himself as an enemy by bullying you. And even if you did have an allegiance, he breaks it by bullying you. You could even say reporting to the authorities not only protects you, but also protects the bully from doing something that could land him in the clink. If they keep pressing with their threats, get the substance out of the danger zone, the face, such as bumping their hand to knock the substance on the floor, etc. If necessary, push back a little, but not too much. But in the case of potential physical aggression, it might be wise to seek out self-defense training. And I'm not talking stabbing and shooting, which could get you in legal trouble but defensive maneuvers. Mostly posture, confidence, evasiveness, and verbal assertiveness. I've left a link for you with information on basic self-defense, with points 1 through 6 being the ones you can focus on. Points 7 through 10 are for dire malicious situations that you probably won't be faced with. I talked earlier about seeking out help from authority figures. What role do they play in stopping bullies? Ask your parents slash guardians to partner with you in seeking out help. Share with them what you're dealing with and brainstorm together how to approach a solution. Talking with them also helps to diffuse some of your feelings about it. Although, (laughs) you may have to diffuse their anger too. It doesn't do a lot of good for a mom and dad, or your guardian, to confront the situation all livid either. Cool heads will prevail. Parents, teach children what to do in situations like this. 
such as standing up for yourself and being firm. Encourage your child to speak up if threatened. Proactively discuss what they can do. Be calm and assure your aid. Don't act rashly like confronting the antagonist or encouraging the child to attack with maximum force. That doesn't help. Then, as parent slash guardian, encourage authority personnel, like teachers, principals, event leaders, and so forth, to take action, redress injustice, and set up preventative measures. And parents, even after your hard day at work, be alert enough to recognize signs of bullying. Torn or damaged items, i.e. clothing, books, unexplained reactions slash injuries, avoiding school or other social events, physical complaints like headaches, stomach aches, etc., consistent nightmares, lowering grades, loss of interest in social activities, social isolation, or behavior changes, sadness or outbursts, for example. As always, I have left you lots of helpful links in the podcast description. Food allergy bullying must stop. Not only is it rude, but it's also a reckless disregard for life. Now, obviously you can tell I escaped Milkfinger's milk laser, since I'm talking to you all right now. In case you're wondering how, I'll explain. While he was gloating to himself, I spotted the control panel housing the button that both turned on the laser, as well as kept my arms and legs strapped to the table. So I spat at the button, therefore turning off the laser and releasing myself, thus allowing me to begin the beatdown. This is Logan Graham, the Jerry Free Dude. Live on!